Oh, listen up, guys. I did want to say that I am deeply sorry for not having an episode yesterday, not yesterday, but last week. And this episode was supposed to be up yesterday, but it is running a day late. It's just been a really busy time here, and we will try our hardest not to let it happen again. And if it does, we apologize in advance. What's going on, guys and girls? Welcome back to another episode of What the Podcast. I'm truly a host of hosts, David Nicholson, and with me as usual, my lovely wife, Nikki. On today's show, guys, we are going to have this day in music history, weird news, celebrity birthdays, and a pick of the most popular TV characters of all time. Now, that's right. Your favorite TV character may just get some love from us right here on the show. These are our most popular TV characters of all time, and hopefully you guys love them as well. Now let's get uh, rocking on today's show with some barbecue blues, shall we? Alright, so before we get started, you ever been somewhere and you just wondered uh, what people are thinking, like looking over at someone, they may just be staring off to space or even looking directly at you and you're like... What in the world is this going through this person's mind? Have you ever thought something like that? Actually, all the time. Well, I found a list of the weirdest things that people can think about. It's on. Uh, it's called Shower Thoughts, and it was from Reddit. And some of these are absolutely hilarious. <laughs> so, I mean, like, okay, well, we'll just start. Like, say, okay, so you're on, you're on the train or the bus or something, and someone's just staring out the window, and you're kind of people watching, and you're like, hmm, I wonder what's going through that person's mind. Could it be that they're thinking the only part of your reflection that you can lick is your tongue? <laughs> Probably. I mean, think about that. I've thought really weird <laughs> crap like that, too. Like, they're sitting there, they're staring out the window, maybe they see the reflection in the window, and you, you, the truth is, I never thought about this, but really the only thing that you can lick is your tongue in a reflection. Because no matter where you try to lick, your tongue's going to be on the other side of that mirror. So... How about, uh, it must suck to be an air conditioner repairman because you spend your day working in hot buildings that have no air conditioning, and then when they're finally fixed and it's cooling down, you have to leave. Yeah, that would suck really bad. That is probably the worst job in the world now that I'm sitting here thinking about that. You know what I mean? Nah, I'm not exactly sure, but I, I, that would suck really bad. I mean, yeah, that would suck. <laughs> okay. Here's the third one. Uh, security at every level of an airport is absolutely ridiculous. Is that not true? When you're going through an airport, security is top of the line. Yeah. So they're wanting to make sure that you don't bring no weapons or anything that you shouldn't have on you onto the plane, and they're taking your shoes off and everything. But when you get to the baggage claim area, it's just like, take whatever bag you want. <laughs> okay. I never had to go to the bagging area, so okay, I have well, no clue about I mean, that. you've seen it on TV. You know, it's like this big carousel of, like, yeah. you know. Or, uh, and uh, it's revolving. Yeah. And, and people just walk up and they take their baggage. Yes. But, like, what if someone just walked up? What if you had matching bags to someone else? I mean, that just doesn't, you can't nod on the radio. 
You have to say something. I know. I was yawning. You're just nodding. I was yawning. I'm sorry. I can't talk and yawn. I'm not that talented. Okay. But, okay, yeah, you can have matching bags with someone who also, you know, check their bags. But that's why they make luggage tags so people don't do that. But is security there making sure that checking the ID of everything? That's the whole point of the topic was, or the, or the thought was, security at every level is top notch until you get to the baggage claim. Then there's no security there. You can just take whatever bag you want. But that's not the way it goes. Like, people know their. You're saying that people are honest. Not all people. There you go. Not all people, <laughs> but for the most part, like. And besides, most of the time, there's like a hundred people there waiting to get their bags at the baggage claim. So I don't know what John like, Smith's it, bags look like if I'm standing next to him. I'm not checking his ID. He can grab your bag. I would never know. But what? Like, no, I don't. I, I don't <laughs> think that's. I don't think okay. that's something that people actually think about. I. I just don't. Do you think that people think dragons would think it's cool that we create saliva or water in our mouths and not? Yes, bite? they would. So we can like spit, and they can't. If they spit, they're gonna burn down whatever they're spitting on. Mm-hmm. So here's number five, and this is one of my personal favorites out of this whole list. The person who inhaled helium first must have been so relieved when the effects wore off. Yes. Because <laughs> you'd be talking like this. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, what are we going to do? My Daddy. voice is all jacked up. And then you're like, hey, what's up? Daddy, you sound <laughs> like Alvin. <laughs> yeah, that is absolutely true. And I've, I've never thought that. But here's another, the final random thought, number six. If you drew a penis on a vampire's face while they were sleeping, they would never know about it. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Vampires cast no reflection for those of you listening that are wondering. Just that, but and what, all. Their vampire buddy might tell them. Yeah, but I could see it, and I could point and laugh. Yeah. But then they could. They would look never know what it, it was about. What they would never know, like yeah. you know, put like insert penis here, and they would never know. I don't know, did the Twilight Vampires have a reflection? I don't know. I know the True Blood ones do. Okay. And they, because Bill said that it was, it, it was just something stupid that people made up. So. so uh, I don't know. All right. Well, let's move on to some birthdays. And um, these birthdays are for Monday, the 5th of April. So let's see who has a birthday, okay? Okay. You know, I search the internet high and low every week for different things to put on this show or whatever, and, and we try to lay this out, right? Yes. Sorry. <laughs> and we we try to lay this out and, and to put enough content in here to fill at least, you know, 40, 45 minutes worth of airtime. But, like, this week when I was doing Celebrity Birthdays, Every single one of them was Instagram famous, YouTube famous, things of that nature. And we try not, not that there's anything wrong with that. No, there's nothing wrong with that. We just try to pick the ones that most people would know about. And that would be on TV shows, radio shows, musicians, things like that. You know yes. what I mean? So, but this time there was only three of them. So, 
the rest of them were all YouTube or Instagram famous. <laughs> and I don't even know if two of them people are really going to know who they are. But we got three of them here. Uh, number one, so happy birthday to Charlotte Flair, WWE wrestler. And if you don't know who Charlotte Flair is, everyone knows who Ric Flair is. And that's... Yep. That is Ric Flair's daughter. She is also a wrestler. She was one, uh, once uh, the, the women's champion. I don't know how many times she was a women's champion, but she was once the women's champion in the WWE. And she's turning 34 years old. Oh, okay. So, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Charlotte Flair. Yep. And sticking with the WWE, I'll, I'll skip over the middle one, go back to that. Dominic Mysterio of WWE fame turns 23. Now, if you don't know who Dominic Mysterio is, he is the son of wrestler Rey Mysterio. Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> so, he's turning 23, and he's also... Oh, he's a baby. W well, he's fairly new in the WWE. Um, I can recall... I mean, I don't watch wrestling does anymore. Does he do the whole luchador thing to No, he does not wear a mask. No mask? No. Ah. Oh. So is that some sort of like? It's a custom for Mexican wrestlers to cover their face. It's I understand that, but is it? I mean, it, is it considered disrespect on his part? I don't think so because I think he was born in the USA. Oh, okay. So he's an American wrestler. All right. Um, now going back to the middle one um, again, I you know, I said two of them people might not know, but this third one people might not know neither. Zach Baggins, it's turning forty-three. He is. The uh, host. Yeah, the host. Of the Ghost Adventurers, I do believe. Yes, it is. The Ghost Adventurers. Yes. So, he rose to fame back when the Ghost Hunters were doing their show every week. And then he kind of started his own there yeah, on the sci-fi. Yeah, he started to compete. And he's still going. Yeah, he's still going. The Ghost Adventurers left for a while. And I think they came back for a while. I don't know if they're still going or not. Are they still going? Just one of them, yes. though, right? And the other one has his own show, another show. They split apart, which was sad. Yeah. It was sad. I used to love that show. Life. I used to love that show. I'm just still trying to figure out what exactly, because I've never watched a any of those Ghost Hunter shows that have actually given me proof. No, me neither. I think a lot of it's... Um, you know, dramatized for TV. Not um, saying their evidence is fake. I know, you know, don't send the hate mail, but... No, it's just, time. there's no actual proof. Like, you can cast a shadow. Like, they use those, like, the night vision type stuff. You can still cast shadows yeah. if it's not completely dark. And, and it's not like they're covering windows and stuff. It's just like they're walking Certain through. sounds might sound like words on recordings, you know. I don't know. It's just... Yeah, I've, there's nothing that's ever been, like, Definitive. seriously, I mean, I've never even seen any of them actually get, like, hurt. Not like, and I don't, and I'm not saying that I wish that they, they would get hurt, because that's, that's just wrong, but I'm just saying, like, they talk about how these people have been pushed downstairs and scratched and clawed, or, you know, get some sort of burns on them or whatever, but nothing ever happens to them. Right. So, I don't know. It's just weird. But anyway, happy birthday, Zach. Happy birthday, Charlotte Flair, Zach Baggins, and Dominic Mysterio. Enjoy. So, let's go on to this day in music history, brought to us by onthisday.com. <laughs> little commercial there. Jingle. 
<laughs> All right. <laughs> you want to move on? Yes, let's go. All right, so you love music. Yes, I do. And we've talked about um, with our whole van life, RV life thing, traveling to Cleveland to um, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, right? Yes, we have. So guess what happened today in 1993? What? They started building the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which I thought was kind of crazy. That's awesome. <laughs> That but seriously, awesome. we want to go visit it, and then it just turns up. I mean, we only do this show one day a week, and it happens to be the day that construction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a sign. I guess that would kind of be like my Graceland. That'd be an omen. Kind be kind of like my Graceland because there's okay. so many, so much memorabilia there. Yes, yeah. lots of places are my Graceland. I know. Let's do you know who Marky Mark is? <laughs> yes, I do. He had assault charges dropped today in 1993 as well after he reached a settlement with a man he allegedly beat. Well, can I just say this, not trying to downgrade, you know, Mark Mark, but I could totally see where he could beat someone. Was he a big guy? I don't he's, know about him. He's pretty stacked. All right, never knew so, nothing about the guy, but... So I'm know. not saying it did happen. Yeah, don't come and look if for he, us. It, it, but if he reached a settlement, most than likely... It did happen, and that was kind of like, hey, here's some money, shut up. <laughs> oh, well, this is 1993, so long gone. But All right, well, Marky Mark, if you beat this guy down, then I hope he deserved it. And if you reached a settlement, I hope he didn't break you up too bad. <laughs> so, Kurt Cobain of Nirvana, in 1994, uh, he died of a gunshot wound today. In 1994. That's yep. been a day or two ago, hasn't it? 27 years. So... And you know, on that day, Kurt was 27, so he joined the 27 Club. And I'm not getting into politics on the whole murder-suicide story here, but, you know, Kurt Cobain never, ever, ever wanted to be famous, nor did he, or not nor did he, but and he also had addictions. So he did have demons, so we'll just say let's hope that he's in a better place. I hope he found peace. None the way. It, it doesn't matter. He had two things working against him there. Yes, I understand that, but I just hope he found peace <clears throat> because you know he was, he is an icon, and he he deserves peace. So I just hope that he found it. So, also only found a couple of things in music history that I thought people would actually care about. So the final one here, Tammy Wynette's daughters filed a $50 million lawsuit claiming that Tammy's death was due to negligence from both her husband and her doctor. $50 million hmm. for the death of Tammy Wynette. That's the stand by your man lady, right? I don't know any of her songs. I hate to say that. I just know she's a famous stand country singer. Man. Or she was a famous country singer. She's all right. I'm going um, to to GTS. Okay. So what'd you find out? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So she sang "Stand by Your Man." Yep, in 1969. All right. It's a very old song, but yeah. Well, I mean, okay. And and I I can understand that you would be angry if you felt that your husband 
or your your dad or stepdad or whatever and doctor was responsible for your mother's death. But considering that this woman was a famous, super famous at the time, country music singer, I don't think they would be hurting for money. Why go for the throat? Fifty million's a pile of money, especially back but, in that day. But listen That's like a hundred million today. Yeah, but listen, if you think that individuals harmed a loved one there's no amount of money that's going to soothe their soul no there's no amount of money that's going to soothe the soul and you think you would just want justice more than money but just think about the the doctor uh, michael jackson's doctor yeah and i don't think they went after him wrong. they went after him even though it was at michael's request with the the yeah, sleeping the drugs and, propofol, and yeah, it, he administered it under doctor's care so i don't think he really did anything wrong there but that's just what i'm saying they went after him because they thought that you know he intentionally harmed michael which i don't know exactly what happened with that i don't remember but i don't have all the deets on that but i know that they did try to pursue something with the doctor but as for where and when, I don't know. But All anyway. Right. So, music yeah. history brought to you by onthisday.com. All right. <laughs> Let's move on to some weird news. And we got some good ones today. <laughs> oh, boy. Got some good ones today brought to you by upi.com. Weird news. And today's top story, Nikki says, a Texas firefighters rescued a squirrel stuck in a tree's knothole. Yeah, apparently some firefighters in Texas said they conducted a highly unusual rescue when a resident called 911 to report a squirrel in distress. Actually, that's pretty sweet. That's not even funny. These guys went out there to save a wild squirrel. Yes. <laughs> yes. Good job, guys. The firefighters are always there to help, and, you know, we complain whenever they want to charge us money, like a monthly fire fee or something, but sometimes they do do some good stuff, too. They, yeah, and I'm sure that that was kind of a definitely unusual call to get, because not too many people is actually going to care about a squirrel. That's right. Well, a funny story, a turkey crashes through a window and ransacks a Connecticut home. What do you think of that? That's pretty, That that's wicked. I'm just, right. I, I a, can't even. A Connecticut family received a shock when a turkey crashed through a window and left a path of destruction through their home. Let's see here. A West Norwalk family said that uh, she and her daughter, Scarlett, six, were making a dessert pizza when the turkey smashed through the dining room window. We're not going to give away no last names here, but I bet you Scarlett was shocked to death at six years of age. I'm pretty sure she was probably scared. Like, <laughs> broken glass, crazy turkey, just like, you know, all through your house, you know. I wonder if they got to enjoy that dessert pizza. What if the turkey ate the dessert pizza? I don't know if a turkey would eat a dessert pizza, but I wonder if they got to eat the dessert pizza. I would hope so. After all that, she deserved that dessert pizza. Yeah, but what if... <laughs> hopefully, hopefully it wasn't, like, full of glass. Yeah, that's true. I thought about that a minute ago, but then I thought, well, you know... Because it was in the dining room, right? Yeah, yes, it was dining it room, was. so it could have totally had, like, less... So it, Maybe they were making they the pizza eat, in the kitchen. Yeah, let's hope. So, let's 
Stay with windshield news then, or window news. A deer crashes through a school bus windshield and wakes a sleeping student. <laughs> what do you think of that one? Jamie, Christmas. What's up with animals going through windows? Yeah, we got some crazy animals going on, man. We had the squirrel, and now we got we had a turkey, and hey, let's finish it up. Well, a deer here. crashed through the windshield of a Virginia school bus and landed on a student who was taking a nap during the morning commute. The, what is that, Powhatan, Powhatan, Powhatan? County know. Public Schools shared footage from the vehicle's onboard camera, which captured the 6 a.m. Thursday incident. Okay, so there's two things wrong with this story. One, why did a deer come crashing through the window? Yeah. Was this bus driver negligence? Did the deer just dive out and come crashing well, through? Well, I mean, if it jumped off a bank and they were headed in that direction, it could have very well hit the... And trajectory basically is what I'm talking about. Number two is who in the world is on a school bus at six o'clock in the morning? May, but most other that we're in this state, we're like if you check out like the schools around like in the states, mm -hmm. they start earlier and I end not earlier. Being on a school bus at like 6 most of our schools around here get out at three twenty, like. Um, I have a friend that lives in Ohio. I can't remember where exactly in Ohio. Her kids, they get out at like 2 o'clock. That's too early because parents aren't off work yet. And 6 a.m. parents aren't even at work yet. Come on. Come on. That's ridiculous. But anyway, little dude who was taking a nap on his morning commute at 6 a.m. I don't blame you for starters taking a nap. Number two, I hope that you gave that deer a good stern talking to for ruining your nap because that was rude. Right? Absolutely. All right. You want to do the picks? Sure. Let's let's get to it. All right. This is going to be goodies. this is going to be fun. All right. Like I said, this is going to be fun. Today's picks are your favorite or our favorite TV characters of all time, the most popular TV characters ever in our minds. So, will yours be on the list? Who knows? Maybe. Let's see. We each get to pick five characters, and, um, you know, if needed, we can defend why we picked them. But uh, I guess things start off with me, and I am going to pick my old buddy and yours, the father of the year, Al Bundy. Still the worst father in my book. No, best father of the year. The man worked around the clock to support his family. He couldn't help that his wife spent all of his money. And what happens when they lost the family car? He hunted that thing down just to get a photograph of his family out of the trunk. Father of the year. He worked three jobs at Christmas. Still, Peggy spent all of his money. Poor guy. Busted his rump for a family who disrespected him. Al Bundy. Father of the year. Yes. Al Bundy. There's Played by the awesome Ed O'Neill. I give I'll give you that. I don't think I personally I don't think he was a good dad. I think he was horrible. But What was horrible? Was, Can you say one thing that was horrible about him? What did he do that was so horrible? Um, how about um when he opened the church of the beer? So? He did that to make money to take care of his family. He did not. He did that to buy beer so they would be tax exempt. Don't tell me. So he that was crooked. But in all due respect, in all due respect, the the neighbor dude, um, 
Jefferson? The chicken, yeah. Marcy? Yeah. Jefferson. Steve? <laughs> Jefferson. Okay. Because he was there during the, the, the church. The church of the, the brown bottle. Yeah, the church of the brown bottle. So I would say that Jefferson had a huge part in that. So I can't put all the blame on Al, but still. He was just doing it so he could buy Al beer. Bundy was awesome. That was tax exempt. So I'm not going because to. Because they were stuck drinking yeast and stuff. You remember that? Just the cheese. <laughs> they had Cheetos. But oh, just the, the cheese, cheese dust. It was the cheese dust. Yes, just the cheese dust. <laughs> oh they had God, yeast and stuff. Come on. So, who's your first one? My first one has to be um, one of my favorites. and Terrible pick. Terrible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Elliot Stabler. Terrible pick. Terrible pick. Um, how is he the most popular TV character? How is he the most popular? Because I'm, I, for one, have not watched SVU since he left. Okay. And then I've watched some, but not a lot. No, I, I haven't. Like it was a religion. I watched SVU like it was a religion. Every Thursday night, it was me and my mom because we both loved Elliot. We loved his. Hair trigger. Don't the show. Shame to go do other things, man. But he was a beloved character on a show, and then he left the show. That kind of. And now he's back, so I'm all for like starting watching, you know, organized crime because uh, that was a good intro or a it, good good opening episode. Um, I give it credit. Christopher Maloney is amazing. But I so. was going to bring up his um, summer camp movie that he was in, all, uh, Wet Hot American Summer. Where he makes love to fridges and makes fondue Fondle with sweaters and all kinds of makes stuff. Makes fondue with cheddar. Yeah, he was, <laughs> he was a little freak in that, but I mean, if you want to go complete freak, you can go to his days on Oz, which... I don't want to go there. This is a family show. Family show, family show, family show, family show. But just... Family to, show. Hey, I'm not getting into details here. I'm just saying, like, you want to think about weird roles. But he was awesome in that show, too. He was a, he was a bit crazy. I think even a little bit more crazy than than Elliot is. So um, he's definitely not um, a, a one trick pony. But he and he also he's a good character, Elliot he, Stabler. He was awesome. At, uh, Christopher Maloney was awesome as um, the Guardian on True Blood as well. Short lived, but he was still awesome in that. Anyway, okay, moving my, on. My pick was none other than his. Well, let's just start this off by saying Mariska Hargitay. <laughs> so, Olivia Benson. An, another amazing character. And I swear that she doesn't age. Well, I had another character in this slot. You know, I had um, Dexter in here. But an, an honorable mention for Dexter, I guess. But still, my my list was feeling a bit aged. And my list was feeling a bit sexist. I needed a female character and someone who's still on TV because I'm, you know, what am I, 42? Yes. So, yeah, my age was showing a little bit on there. But anyway, Olivia Benson, definitely a good character. And in her defense over Mr. Stabler, she stuck with the show. She's still there. And they still get high ratings because of Olivia Benson. She has worked her way up, and she is the captain. Not so. to mention, she has worked her way up, and she is 
basically the main character on the show now. Where before her and Elliot kind of shared the spotlight. There was Cregan and Tutorola and, and Munch, Munch. And, I miss him. Get out, Richard. Now, Sorry. if you tune in, you you know Olivia Benson's your top dog. She she's been there. She's earned her spotlight there. But Ice T is he's still there too, and he's been there since like season two, I think. So yeah. he's paid his dues. He's as paid well. his dues, and he's still there. He's still an epic character in that in in that genre of show. So I, but off topic, um, Olivia is definitely a good pick. I'll give you that. Um. My next pick is because it's something that I watched growing up and still watch to this day, which is none other than the Andy Griffith show and none other than the man himself, Andy Griffith. <laughs> Holy moly, somebody needs to pay some attention to something. But anyway, Andy Griffith is definitely awesome. And honestly, I, I tossed him around. He was on my short list. I really tossed around Andy Griffiths, but I didn't want to go down that route because he's the titular or whatever, however you say that, character of the show. But Andy Griffith is an awesome pick. Can you, I mean, why do you think he deserves to be on the most popular? Because he is the titular character of I the know, show? But he is a character in the show. Like, there wasn't a single episode that I can think of off the top of my head that Andy wasn't in. Of course, it was Andy Taylor on the show, not Andy Griffith. But it was the Andy Griffith show. It yeah. was his show. But, and, but, I mean, he was he was an <laughs> epic dad. It's kind of funny. He was... I'll explain in a minute. It's funny. It's Something great. happened that I noticed. And he's very much... He was a terrible father. He was not a terrible father. <laughs> you just said about Al Bundy, so I had to say that. He didn't cook for his kids. No, he had Aunt B to do it. He didn't clean it was the house. It was different times, and yes, he <laughs> did. When Aunt B went out of town and they messed it up, he cleaned it all up. And then she got sad, and then they trashed the place. So <laughs> yeah, they trashed the place again. They did do that. So all right, now you picked Andy Griffith, and he stuck with the show the whole time. He never left the show. Yep. All right, I picked Barney Fife, <laughs> which is funny because you had. Uh, Elliot, I had Olivia, you have Andy, I have Barney. This is kind of weird, but Barney quit the show after five seasons. And, so the <laughs> listeners understand this, we did not... We did not collaborate. We though. did not collaborate on these lists. This is completely legit from him and my list. They, there's no mix and match here. We His is his, mine is mine. That is funny, but why did I pick Barney Fife? Because he was the comic relief on the Andy Griffith Show. Everybody knows who Barney Fife is. He is the most parodied character in TV history. How many shows have we seen where we saw the security guard or the deputy and it was a Barney Fife character? Yep, and they stand there and they give you the what for and they sit there and pull up their pants. Yes, he was parodied on Full House, for one thing I know of. Mm -hmm. He was parodied on Scooby-Doo numerous times. He was parodied on something that I was just watching the other day, and I can't remember what it was, but they come out there and they said, Now listen here in the Barney Fife voice, you know what I mean? So, yeah, he's very parodied, he's very loved, and because we live in West Virginia, I have to give some homegrown love to, you know, Mr. Don Knotts. He grew up an hour and a half away from our house here. Yes. We go to his stomping grounds quite frequently to shop or do whatever we need to do. Um, they actually have a statue in Morgantown. 
um, right next to, <laughs> pretty much right in front of the Met, um, which is the, the Metropolitan Theater in Morgantown, West Virginia, dedicated to none other than Don't Not. So. And it's, it's very nice. I mean, the man went on to be in so many movies, too. I mean, one of my favorites, Shaky's Gun in the West, um, The Ghost of Mr. Chicken. Uh, I don't the know. The Apple that. Dumpling Gang? Come yeah, on, The list now. goes on and on. It just. I, will, I remember sitting at my grandma's watching that, and he was so goofy in that movie. Oh, goodness. Goodness, goodness, he was so goofy. But he's, I get it, the comic relief, it, it works. It does. That's. I can't say that I don't agree that he was... Marnie Fife is one of the most popular, most well-known TV characters of all time. He is very well-known, very, so <coughs> I'm, I'm okay with that choice. All right, what's your next one? My next one is one of my... It probably should have been more top of the list, but one of... He's newer, but... A definite favorite of mine. Rumpel. Rumpel Stiltskin from Once Upon a Time. Because no matter what, All you're not going to you're not <laughs> gonna forget him. They did amazing with his costume, his personality. Like Robert Carlo was completely I, amazing. He was my favorite character on the show, I won't even deny it. <laughs> I mean he was. I liked him and the him and Hook feud went on forever, and it was awesome. I mean, his, I don't know, he's just, yeah, he was a good character. They didn't use utilize him enough, and that was the problem that I yes, had with it. Yes, they, they could have <coughs> done a whole lot with Rumpel, like, magic-wise, and they didn't. I but I understand. Budget restraints, or if I don't was, know what the deal was, but they could have, they, they could have really... They never like. cut him loose and let him really show you what he had. Yeah. They should have like let Regina. the dark one be the dark one, man. For real. He should have, like... But the reason I picked Rumpel is because he was... And I put my little quote fingers up, because even though y'all can't see that, I'll tell you about it. My little quote fingers. Um, because they characterized him as a villain, but everything he was doing throughout that entire series he did with good intentions he just went about it the wrong way and what did they say you know the road to hell was paid for good intentions so and all magic comes with a price yep <laughs> and in the end he paid the ultimate price so so all right moving on richard belding no. Why did I pick Mr. Belding? Because what is the show called? Saved by the Bell. What does a bell do? It dings. He, in my opinion, is top notch in that show. He's top build. Mr. Belding. And he and Zach feuded for how many seasons? Five seasons? However long that show He was there went. through the new class. I mean, Mr. Belding had Screech as an apprentice and, and an assistant there on the new class. Belding's done it all. He's awesome. His brother came in to to, to try oh, to the steal the thunder, dude. to steal the thunder a little bit. He failed miserably. And who was there to pick up the broken, shattered hearts of the students? Mr. Belding. 
Yep, Mr. B. He always he gave his, his advice. He gave his opinions. He was always looking out for his class. And he, he always, no matter what, like even though his he, students loved him but hated him, and yeah, they loved <laughs> him and hated him at the exact same time. Yeah. They was all the time trying to pull the wool over his eyes, and normally they did it because he was a little bit dim-witted, but still. <laughs> Belling is epic, and anybody that grew up in the 80s and 90s knows who Mr. Belling is, so and guys. And I have to say this, though. Epic TV character, and he's I, been on YouTube videos, so many YouTube videos. And I have to say this, though, as he was basically the grandfather of every freaking dad joke that has ever been made. His jokes were so freaking horrible. But yet they made they they were epic at the same time. So you guys are sitting there listening to the podcast, you might be booing, you might be cheering, you might be laughing, you might be crying. If somebody walks in and says, What is going on here? You know where that came from. <laughs> <laughs> true. True. Very true. Hey, 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 what is going on here? That was what Mr. Belling said. So, God bless Mr. Belling. Who's your next one? We my gotta go. We're up in 37 minutes already. Oh, wow. Okay, my next one. Obviously. Well, not obviously. Wrong word. But anyway. Um, one of our shared um, beloved characters. Mr. Sheldon Cooper. Oh, I love Sheldon. Do you, can you defend Sheldon Cooper, or do you have to defend Sheldon Cooper? I don't have to. Like, anybody <laughs> who knows who Sheldon Cooper is, they're sitting there going, I got you. I understand. I don't have to defend Sheldon. So, what, okay, let me ask Bazinga. you this. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Who is top billed on that show? Is it Leonard or Sheldon? Sheldon. Really? I thought they was about equal. Him, Sheldon, and Penny all got same billing pretty much, didn't they? Yeah, but I would still say Sheldon's main character. Sheldon is awesome, and I, 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 you don't have to defend Sheldon. You're right because the man was like, I love the fact that Sheldon grew throughout the series. It wasn't like Leonard or Penny or any of the other characters, for instance. Really, they pretty much stayed the same. Their character as a whole stayed the same. Well, Raj, he he grew as it yeah he grew too, a because bit. he could. It started off with him not being able to talk to, you know, the females. But, but then he could. Then he could. Then he started drinking, and then he got did, and then they gave him that anti-anxiety medication. Which that, made him do weird things. That Bernadette, no. Not the one where he strips, but, like, Bernadette gave him something, and it helped him, like, just. Okay. So, with that being said, it was a good thing. I, I, but Sheldon started off being completely awkward and backwards and an introvert, and by the end of the show, he became an extrovert, and he was he he grew tremendously throughout the series. Mm -hmm. Not only as a person, but as a scientist, he changed career paths and went into what uh, black matter, black holes, things of that nature, and he got his prize at the end of it. He did a lot of stuff. Yeah. He he started studying black matter. I don't know exactly so, what he was doing. I don't, yeah, I don't anyway, remember. But anyway, he grew, um, he grew. but I, I got to give props to Jim Parsons because he was, he, or Dark he, Matter, whatever it's called. But yeah, he did a very, very good job with that mm. character. So my next one at the 39 minute mark, sorry guys, Mitch Buchanan. 
<laughs> and, okay, people are going to laugh. They're going to be like, oh my gosh, Baywatch. You know what I mean? <laughs> but no, think about Mitch Buchanan for a second. He had Hobie. He was just a lifeguard. He worked his way up as the series went on. Got his own team. They did for years the L.A. beaches, protected them with him in charge. And then he moved out to Hawaii. Started a whole new group of people. They protected the beaches of Hawaii. Plus, he did Baywatch Nights, where he worked a second job as a detective. And he was betrayed by none other than the Hoff, who was, you know, also Michael Knight from The Knight Rider, who would not love the Hoff. The Hoff is amazing. He was on SpongeBob. I mean, come on. And then Mitch Buchanan, not only did the Hoff betray him, but he went on. And, I mean, everybody loves The Rock. The Rock betrayed the man. So, Mitch Buchanan is truly a legendary TV character. I can defend him all day, can I not? But the only thing that you had to say was, he's the Hoff. The he's Hoff the Hoff. Played Mitch He was portrayed by the Hoff, Mitch Buchanan. And, you know, I loved Hobie, too. Hobie was a great character on the show. He, didn't, he wasn't there every episode, but when he was there, Hobie usually stole the spotlight. Absolutely. I could say Hobie Buchanan, but you know what? Nah. The Hoff is still better. Okay. <laughs> well, moving on. My last one is just because of nothing but pure love. One of my all-time favorite characters. She was just completely just ridiculous and I loved her was none other than Lucy Ricardo from I Love Lucy. Lucille Ball was epic in every way. Okay. And I I I can't say I can't say anything about her because I've never watched a single episode of I Love Lucy or the Lucille Ball show. I loved it. I've never I, watched I, a single episode. I know who she is so I know she's epic because yeah She's very, very famous. She's on T-shirts at um, Spencer Gifts. But and, she uh, kind of, Hot I mean, Topic, her, I think, has some T-shirts with her on them around the holidays. You have her and um, Ricky the Ricardo lady, or whatever. The, um, oh, God. Is that I his name, Ricky Ricardo? Yes. But I can't think of who, um, like, but you have... Lucy, and then you had um, the lady that played Edith Bunker. Like, they paved the way for what we know of female, like, comedy actors. Lawrence Henderson, Ann B. Davis. Yeah, like, sh all of them. But those are the, you know. But Lucy was just. She was first, yeah. She was amazing. And I, and, like, I still wish that she was here, even though she'd be like 102, but. <laughs> Um, well, we do have one other famous TV character that was a woman that's still alive today. None other than the most awesome lady as Betty White. Betty White. Yeah, I was wondering if you was going to catch my drip there. Who truly did her. also pave the way for and women today. And she was going to be on my list. And we're going to use Betty, even though she's not actually on a list, but she definitely gets an honorable mention because she's fabulous. Um, oh God, off the and she started off the as B&W as well. Black uh, and white. She started off as B&W as well. Oh yes. So, she, yeah. 
she's moved her way up the old list. And, I mean, if you go back to the Betty White show and some of her original work and watch it, it's it's great. And I'd done this just because I was curious. And I watched some of her original work, like the Betty White show and stuff. It was black and white. And if you take that work and you compare it to, like, her more recent stuff, let's say Hot in Cleveland. Okay. And... The comedy is basically her stylings are the same, even though she's a different character. Like, she's not a one-trick pony. That's not what I'm saying. But she keeps it. How can I word this? She stays in her lane that she knows works. Does that make sense? And I think that's what kept she, her going for so long. She found a groove and she stayed with it, and people just love it. Yes, <laughs> I, I agree. But um, one last thing here. Well, we gave props to Betty White, so now I have to also give props to another awesome character. Is definitely my honorable mention, so you can put him as my number six. Um, well, Betty White was number six. No. And Betty White would be number one. She should have been. We yeah. forgot her. They That's said sad. that Betty White was the best thing since sliced bread. Sliced bread is... Be Betty White? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, um, my honorable mention is none other than um, Lenny Briscoe from the original Law & Order series. Um, You're talking about Baby's Dad? Yeah, the late Jerry Orbach. Yes, but I loved him. His sarcasm, no, no bounds. Like, he was just, he was awesome. He was, he was an early day munch. That's what it was. And I absolutely loved Lenny. So okay. I had to give him, give awesome. him some props. All right, guys. Well, that concludes our show at the 45-minute mark today. Been a little bit longer than usual, but that's okay. It was a worthy show. I thought it was a great show. What do you think? Yeah. Was it good radio? Yeah. All right. Hope you guys enjoyed it. We'll be back next week with another exciting episode. What's next week's picks going to be? Do we know? Can we give a sneak peek? I we talked think about it was going to be the worst things you can ask a friend. The worst things you can ask a friend next week. <laughs> I just have to laugh. That's going to be so good. Oh, man. That's going to be so good, isn't it? And, and I shall try very hard to keep it PG. So. Alright. Um. <laughs> well, check out D. Nicholson TV on YouTube.com. You can go over to dnicholsontv.blogspot.com where you can find out what's going on. We keep that up to date. As well as on all the social medias at D Nicholson TV, except for for some reason Instagram says D Nicholson underscore TV. I'm, who's stealing my name? I don't know. I'm still trying to figure that out. And enamel, you'll never hack into my Facebook. Later. <laughs>